السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا وحبيبنا ومطاعنا ومولانا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم قال تعالى بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وننزل من القرآن ما هو شفاء ورحمة للمؤمنين وقال تعالى قاف والقرآن المجيد وعن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إنما أنا رحمة المهداة وعن أبي الدرداء رضي الله عنه الحديث من قال حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم كفاه الله ما أهمه أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي يا رب صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم honorable ulama kiram respected elders beloved brothers beloved students Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed us in this world and Allah has not left us without guidance Allah's deen is guidance through and through every situation we face Every challenge that we face before us, we take, we find the solution to handle every situation in the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Quran has everything. And Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the explanation of the Quran. How to handle those situations? Allah is the helper. The situation, the current situation we are facing now is a very difficult, worrying, trying, trying situation. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will help us. But we have to draw the assistance of Allah. We have to turn back to Allah. We have to repent from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have to repent to Allah. We have to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As we turn to Allah, we will draw the help of Allah. Allah's help with Sahaba, radiallahu anhum. Allah is going to help us, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we just completed the times of the Hajis of Jaj have just completed their Hajj. These are very, very blessed times as well. Du'as are accepted. So lesson number one. We are in turmoil. We are in difficulty. First thing, we have to connect to Masjid. Al-ibadatu fil haraj kahidratin ilayah. Allah's Nabi wasallam said, making ibadat in times of turmoil is very meritorious. It's like hijrat to me. Very, very meritorious deed. So even though we're facing these challenges, we have to draw Allah's help. There's du'as to be read. There's certain ibadah to carry out. That's number one. Number two, we have to remember and recap Allah's Nabi's Hajj. Now every year, one was the attendance at the Hajj in the Meccan stage. Nabi Wasallam used to go participate. The Arab tribes were there, more Muzdalifa, Arafah, at Mina. Nabi Sallallahu would be there, but he was not performing the rituals of Hajj. Because Hajj was not legislated in Islam as yet. And the other is Allah's Nabi's final Hajj. So quickly, the fact that Allah's Nabi was going to the Hujjaj in Makkah, what was he doing with the Hajjis there? These were pilgrims, and Hajj was still part and parcel of them, being from the offspring of Hazrat Ismail and Hazrat Ibrahim. So they would come for Hajj. But as time passed on, shirk came into them. Attribution of partners to Allah. 
Jahiliyyah came in. But certain practices remain. But always nullified because of shirk. Ascribing partners unto Allah is the most deadly deed. So this came into them. And Allah sent Muhammad to guide them. So whenever there was gatherings, even their Arafah, Muzdalifa, Mina, Nabi would go to them. And he would invite them to Allah. In the books of Hadith and in the books of Sirah and Tariq we find what was the reaction of these people. When Muhammad came to them, how did they treat him? How did they retaliate? What did they say to him? How did they react? How did he invite them to Allah? Year in and year out. He was inviting them to Allah. At times they would tell him, we're tired of you now. Get lost. We heard the same thing last year. And we, as you are thinking at the moment, or some of you probably. But Allah's Nabi would continuously tell them. It was during the Hajj time. He's telling them, Allah is one. Take me to your people, I want to give them this message. May ya'weeni, may yansuruni, likay ubalira, risalata rabbi, walahul jannah. Help me, assist me, take me to your people, I want to talk to them. Be my guide, be my protector. I want to take, go to your people. And Allah's Nabi would continue like this. Some would spit on him. This was during the Hajj times. In Makkah Mukarramah. Some would chase him away. Some would pick up stones and blast it on the beloved of Allah. At times he comes to meet them. He's on his camel. And he comes behind Allah's Nabi. As Allah's Nabi is departing from there. He pierces the flank of the camel of the beloved of Allah. And the camel flings Allah's Nabi off. And Allah's Nabi falls down in the dust. The beloved of Allah falling in the sand. Such a Nabi of Allah who sacrificed everything. And did he give up? He still went back to them. He still made dua for them. He still made effort on them. And when they came, he still forgave them. Sallallahu alayhi wa This was in Makkah, Mukarramah. Islam then started during the Hajj as well. Because the, the first six in the ninth or the tenth day, there were two young men from Medina. They came to meet Utbah bin Rabi'ah to seek assistance and protection. They wanted a senior like Utbah to intervene in Medina because there was wars. In that, Allah's Nabi met them. Where well, you're not two young men? They said, we're going to speak to a senior in Makkah to intervene and bring peace amongst our warring tribes in, in Yathrib. Medina Manuwara, known as Yathrib at that time. That one, bin Abdul Qais, and the other was Asa'ad bin Zurara. Allah's Nabi invited them to Islam. They came for something. Allah forgive us, you and me, we expect the whole world to come here to the masjid. Who's going to come? Unless we beg them and go to them. They didn't come to Allah's Nabi. Where are they going to come to people like you and me? Allah forgive us. Where, who are we? I'm calling by. Who are we? The people must come. Amar No. They going to Utbah bin Rabi'ah. Allah's Nabi goes to them. They embraced Islam. Then it was the 11th year. It was late at night. After midnight. And Allah has given us Muslims the opportunity to do this. Now in this month of Dhul Hijjah. People are gathering in different different areas. Patrolling. It's an opportunity to make their ikram. Make some coffee at home. Take it for them. Take some biscuits. Your mother made something. Whatever. Put it together. You requested your wife. Or you made. Or you purchased. Make ikram. 
Allah's Nabi was inviting to Allah. It was after midnight. Six youngsters from Medina. Allah's Nabi met them at Aqaba. Aqaba is Mina. In Mina. Allah's Nabi, where the pelting takes place. Allah's Nabi sees these six. Remember some of their names. As'ad bin Zurara. Qutba bin Malik. Uqba bin Amir. Jabir bin Abdullah bin Ri'ab. Not the famous Jabir bin Abdullah. Jabir bin Abdullah bin Ri'ab. Rafi' bin Malik. Allah's Nabi says, you'll have come for pilgrimage. They said, yes. Allah's Nabi took permission from them. Can I speak to you all about something beneficial? They said, yes. Allah's Nabi invited them to Islam. He went to them after midnight. And the reason going after midnight was, when he would go in the day, Abu Jahl and Abu Lahab would take turns to hurt him and insult him and chase him. And as he would speak to a community or a tribe or a people, they would say to him, they would say to them, don't listen to this man, he's our nephew. We know he's insane. Don't listen to him. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then they would say he's insane. Allah revealed verses. Ma anta bi rabbika bi But these six youngsters, they said, let's, we've heard about him. See how sometimes something negative results in something positive. They're looking at each other. We heard about him. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The interesting part is who did they hear from? They heard from the Jews of Medina. Allah forgive us, you and I mustn't be like the Jews. They had Islam, they had Tawheed, they had some sort of Tawheed, but they didn't share it with the people of, of, of Yathrib, of Medina Munawwara. And even when they told the people of Medina, they said it with threat and discard and disregard. What did they say? You people, when the final Nabi comes, Muhammad wasallam, we will punish you people with him, like Ad and Thamud were tortured and punished and eradicated and exterminated. And even when they would fight battles, they would seek the assistance of Allah. And when Allah's Nabi finally came to Medina Munawwara, what stopped them from embracing Islam? When they realized that the final Nabi of Allah is not of their tribe, not from the children of Ishaq salam, but from the children of Ismail salam. So the root cause of why most of the Jews didn't embrace was racism. And Allah's Nabi Sallallahu amongst his first efforts in Medina Munawwara was to eradicate racism. Masjid al Nabawi was not structured yet. Allah's Nabi made hijrah because these six youngsters went home. They weren't like you and me, Allah forbid. They weren't like you and me. Immediately next year when they came back, the six were twelve. Five old, seven new. New Muslims! But they knew their responsibility. They knew their duty and their job and their work as Muslims. When Allah's Nabi finally came to Medina Munawwara, the people of Medina, Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam gathered Sahaba in the house of Hazrat Abu Talha, Zaid bin Sahal Ansari radiallahu and Mu'akha took place, brotherhood, that we are one, to eradicate this sort of tribalism. I am better because I'm from here, na'udhu billah, or he is not better, or he, color, race, nationality means nothing before Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And Allah's Nabi's efforts continued in Medina. For years, Allah's Nabi made effort. Sulhul Hudaybiyah took place. Muslims were yearning for Umrah, for Kaaba. They came right to Makkah Mukarramah. They were bad. They, this was 60 Hijri. They weren't allowed. The Meccans didn't allow them. They wanted something, but the time was not ready yet. Allah makes things happen that happen at the right time. Muslims had to return. They were asking Hazrat Abu Bakr, is this a victory? Because Quran says, Inna Mubina. Hazrat Abu Bakr says, This is the greatest victory. And through Sulhul Hudaybiyah, up till Fath Makkah, two years later, in this two years, more people became Muslim than the previous 19 years. 
Because non-Muslim started interacting with Muslims now, dealing with them, interacting with them. And when Muslims interact with them, Muslims inspire people positively. And not only through character, like you and I say, you know, just character. Allah forgive us where we got that from. Character is part of the ingredient, is part of the duty. Whose character is better than Muhammad's character? 40 years of akhlaq and character. And then in Ghari Hira, in those 40 years of Allah's Nabi's akhlaq, he never worshipped idols. He never touched the idols. But who came to him and said, we want to follow Ibrahim salam like you? Character alone is part of the responsibility. It's not the full responsibility. It has to be coupled with dawat. By who? By every Muslim. So in these two years, two years Islam spread to thousands. 10,000 Sahaba came marching to Makkah Mukarramah with Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. When in Sulh Al-Hudaybiyah, the number was varying, 1,500, 1,600, 1,600. Then, the ninth year came, Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam sent Hazrat Abu Bakr radiyallahu anhu for Hajj, as Amir al-Hajj. Then the tenth year came in. Hajj was compulsory now. Allah's order came for Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And Allah's Nabi announced his final Hajj. And he was departing. And Muslims came from all and sundry from every area people were coming in that thousands to join Nabi Sallallahu for his Hajj from Medina Munura thousands came every stop there were people just gathering and the numbers were increasing at Dhul Hulayfa at Sarif at every area they halted at there were just people joining the entourage of Janabi Rasulullah Sallallahu for his Mubarak Hajj everywhere he stopped he taught Sahaba he guided Sahaba and he read the labbaik, read the beautiful hajj of Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa Beautiful kitab, study fadail hajj of Mawlana Zakariya rahmatullahi It's a time to read that. The hujjaj are returning. And it's a means of learning this beautiful hajj of Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa And there's so many beautiful kitabs on the hajj. The sahabi who specializes in the, in the hadith of hajj is Hazrat Jabir radiallahu anhu. Jabir bin Abdullah bin Amr bin Haram. And the sahabi specializes, the first sahabi to recite the labbaik. This was prior to the Hajj because he went for Umrah, he took permission. He was actually, he was harming Muslims. And Allah's Nabi forgave him. And three days in Masjid and Nabawi's environment affected him. He embraced, embraced Islam. He embraced Islam. This is about bringing people, is the sunnah of Sahaba. When Hazrat Abbas who was coming to make Hijrah, his one cousin was Nawfal, Nawfal bin Harith. Abbas bin Abdul Muttalib. So Nawfal bin Harith is a nephew of Hazrat Abbas. He wasn't Muslim yet. So Hazrat Abbas tells him, I'm going to Medina, come with me. What are you staying in the lands of shirk for? He says, no, I'm not Muslim. He says, just come with me. Sahaba. They know that as he comes in the environment, he came right by Medina, he wants to go back. They say, you came right here and you don't meet Allah's Nabi and you don't see these blessed lands. You lose out. And that affected him. Just the journey with Sahaba. You and I, we can't be inconvenienced. Take an extra person. No, we'll have to do this. So what? We're saving somebody from Jahannam. A little bit of inconvenience. Saving somebody from Jahannam. And we're fulfilling a duty. And we can answer Allah on the day of judgment. Irrespective of color, race, nationality. Love Him. People are doing what they're doing. What's the fact? The fact is we are here for centuries. And we haven't gone to them. And we haven't told them that we are one. Our Allah is the same. Our deen, our, our deen is Islam. Islam is beautiful. Islam will embrace you. Come. We haven't taken out the time to teach them. Allah forgive us. Why? I don't know. But it's our duty to leave a legacy. What will happen to our children tomorrow? What will happen to our offspring tomorrow? 
When you and I have not embraced the people, Allah's Nabi's Hajj, he arrived in Makkah Mukarramah, fought Dhul Hijjah, few days were spent there. Mina, Nabi Sallallahu went on the 8th. Arafah was the 9th. Whole day Allah's Nabi was in Dua, Arafah, Dhuhr and Asr, and then he addressed the Ummah. And what was his, his pertinent, in fact, emphasized advice in Arafah? He asked Sahaba, what day is this? What month is this? What lands are these? They were expecting Allah's Nabi to change the terminologies. He gave it the same names. He said, what I want to emphasize to you, like these lands are sacred, and you all agree, and these days are sacred, and the, the, this, this month is sacred. Each one's life, dima'akum, wa amwalakum, wa aradakum, every person's honor should be respected. His life, his honor, his wealth has to be preserved and respected. Allah's Nabi gave so many advices regarding women folk, regarding uh, riba, so many advices, pertinent advices. And then he made dua right till sunset. Now it's time to leave to Muzdalifah. Everyone is awaiting the Nabi of Allah وسلم, to depart so they can depart. He's waiting for someone. Who is he waiting for? Everyone is awaiting to see in anguish and anticipation. This must be a very special person. But Allah's Nabi did everything to teach humanity a lesson. Who comes onto the scene? Yan Sahabi, black in skin. Mother was from Abyssinia. His mother was Baraka Ummu Ayman. His name was Hazrat Usama bin Zayd. Usama bin Zayd bin Haritha. He comes on the scene. He sits behind the Nabi of Allah on the camel. Some people commented. We all were made to wait for him. Who is he? Those few who uttered this lost their iman. Read the books of history. Allah's Nabi was showing humanity. One was a verbal declaration. What was the verbal declaration? And he said it in Mina. Nabi said it. La fadla li arabiyin ala ajamiyin wala li ajamiyin ala arabiyin illa bit taqwa. No one has superiority. Irrespective of color, race, nationality, background, language. That means nothing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Taqwa and Allah consciousness. How we treat others. How we deal with others. How we do for others. How we serve others. That makes us better or worse. Allah's Nabi showed it practically. When he entered Makkah Mukarramah on the occasion of Fatih Makkah as well. Interestingly, it was Usama bin Zayd again on the camel of Allah's Nabi when Allah's Nabi arrived in Muzdalifa, from Muzdalifa to, Min, to, 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 to Mina again, there it was Hazrat Fadl And those interesting incidents took, take, took place there as well. Respected elders, beloved brothers. Allah's Nabi's Hajj was a, was a moving madrasa. Every part of it was lessons. Even when, when Sahabi got upset because he lost Allah's Nabi's goods, Allah's Nabi says, don't worry Abu Bakr. Abu Bakr was very hurt because his servant, Make taklif to Nabi Sallallahu Allah's Nabi says, don't worry. It's a journey of patience. He was teaching humanity. Allah makes tarbiyat on this journey. And this is what life is about. In every situation, turn to Allah. See every condition from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And lastly, respected elders, beloved brothers, Allah has given us a duty. We have to connect to Allah Ta'ala. We have to make our relationship right with Allah. We have to return to masjid. We have to return to masjid. We have to make sure we establish namaz with jamaat. Deen mustn't be secondary. Deen must be priority. Wherever we're making salah and congregating, preferably masjid. 
Otherwise, we live in areas and farms and so forth. Congregate, establish musallas, make salah with jamaat. And then also, to help us in these difficulties, in 94, very similar conditions happened by Padia Rahmatullahi, encouraged every person to move for Allah, strive in the path of Allah. Mawlana Yusuf Rahmatullahi brings one lesson in his chapters. He says, Surahatu Sayyir fi Sabilillah listi'salil fitna. When fitna arrives and arouses to remove that fitna, move faster in the path of Allah, move more for Allah Ta'ala. And it was seen. A brother phoned me this morning, Hafiz Zahir from Ladysmith. He says, By Allah, we saw it. We saw it. We went out in the path of Allah. The riots were to start. We went into these locations where they were planning to riot. We went and made gush to them. And we first told them about Allah Ta'ala. From the Sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Arafah, Mina, gush, gush. We went made gush. We see it in Darul Uloom. What happens to the students when we just make gush among students? We were in Jarash. Mulana Sahib will give us the Kalbuzari of Jordan and so forth. But when our Jamaat went with Mulana Sahib to Jarash, the Amir there told us there was an area where the Romans started. For years now, they re, re, they, they rekindling the practice of the Romans, the dance and so forth. And they're hiring Muslims to bring alive that Roman, Roman lifestyle. And the elders were worried about it. What they did? Gush in that area. Rikrullah. Moving with gush. Mulaqat. Fikr. Allah ended it. The Sati is saying, we saw it in front of us. We just made gush. It was time for them to riot. Everything was calm. We were out in the path of Allah. We were the only people out. Because we explained to them about Allah Ta'ala. Explained to them about the Sunnah. Explained to them about the Deen. And then we made them. Conscientize them. Explaining to them. That you know what? If we're going to destroy these places. Where are we going to buy food from tomorrow? What will happen? We explain to them. People are ready to listen. But you and I are too comfortable in our businesses, too comfortable in our homes, too comfortable in our lifestyle. We're not prepared to sacrifice. But think about it. If somebody had to give us one million rands, then we're going to go. Allah will give us more than that. Wallah, Wallah Allah will give more. Move for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah give us. Wa